thank you so much for being here. Mr. Van der Oost, um, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how your life looks like right now. Like, <laughs> how, do you, how do you work around this time? Well, I'm I'm at home in my uh, in a, in, a, in a small room uh, overlooking the garden, uh, and uh, and that's that's kind of a, a weird feeling uh, because I used to be in the lab uh, at least 40 hours uh, a week. But I mean, since uh, since uh, what was it? Uh, the, the the I think it was March 13 on the February, uh, the the lab closed, uh, and ever since I've been there less than 10 times in Wageningen. So that, that's, oh, that's wow. really weird. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and you, you, you now, how, how do you work at home? Because I, I imagine that you do a lot of like practical work in a lab. No, I don't, don't do any practical work in the lab. I mean, um, my, my group is doing a lot of practical work in the lab and they, uh, so after that initial close down of the lab, uh, I think five or six weeks later, they were allowed to, uh, to enter uh, the lab again, but, but they work in shifts. So, I mean, my, my group is between 20 and 25 uh, people that work in the lab uh, and uh, but the thing is, they are. Uh, it, it's only allowed for for what what is it? I think it's it's something like eight people working there at the same time. So so that's really uh, not good. Uh, and also, it's not good for for students because uh, uh, usually every person in my lab has has uh, uh, a single. Uh, master or bachelor uh, student um, to supervise, but but I mean because of these issues, I mean we, we we hardly have any room for them. So so now we only allow something like eight eight students uh, at the same time uh, in a certain period. So so that that is really I mean that is how it how this all affects us uh, a lot. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I imagine. I mean. Um, so in, in our first year as nanobiology students, um, last year we, sh we should have had two practical courses uh, that serves as in like uh, an introductory an introduction to the laboratory. But obviously um, those were taught from March onwards. But I mean, once the lockdown hit us, we, we weren't allowed in the laboratory and we had to do everything online. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, that, that's, that's very, it's a very sad thing to miss a, to miss a practical uh, aspect of that sort of work, I think. Yeah. Um, so uh, introducing CRISPR, um, the analogy that is often made about CRISPR is that it is the, the, the immune system of the bacterium. Uh, it is, this, yeah. Do you think this is a valid um, image? Yes, well, what is the definition of an immune system, right? It, it protects the, uh, the, the, the host organism from from uh, invaders, uh, and uh, and that's what it does, right? And so so, and in this case, it's uh, invading uh, mobile genetic elements like viruses, uh, but 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 also like like uh, like plasmids and and transposons or combinations thereof, uh, and so so that is what it does, and uh, so it it it's it's so it is an immune system, and and more than that, it's an adaptive uh, immune system. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, so you are known, uh, at least at least in the Netherlands, as one of the uh, one of the pioneers in the in the CRISPR Cas revolution, if I can call it that. Um, can you explain what it is that you research yourself? Yes, well, we uh, indeed we were pioneers. So so when uh, when it was uh, so we we started or we first heard about this in uh, in two thousand five, um, and then. Uh, 
then it was uh, the hypothesis that that indeed this was a uh, that, that that these funny uh, repeats that they were part of a uh, of of a, of a defense uh, system and and uh, in those days I had a major grant in the Netherlands from NWO. A Fiji grant, uh, and then part of that. Uh, so, so when I heard about it, I was I, I was very much excited, uh, and then together with a postdoc who is now in Delft, uh, by the way. So, so that's uh, Stan Bruns. Uh, he has his own group in Delft now. Uh, oh wow! But uh, together with him, uh, we decided, okay, let's uh, let's let's go for it. So, so then Stan started working on that as a as a postdoc, and then we recruited somebody else. As a, as a PhD student, and then the two of them, uh, they started working on it, and and basically from scratch. Uh, and uh, what we did is we uh, we uh, selected the system from uh, from E. coli, and that turned out to be a very good uh, choice. Um, uh, and so so there we were the first to uh, reveal at least part of the molecular mechanism of uh, of of, uh, of a CRISPR system. Uh, so that was really exciting. Yeah. And and if you ask me what are you doing now, uh, I mean so so ever since we uh, continued working on uh, on CRISPR and we we made uh, several discoveries and and we worked on 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 uh, on, on very different systems uh, uh, over the years. So altogether you have six different uh, CRISPR cas types, and uh, altogether we now um, have been working on five of the six types. So so I mean that 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 already indicates that. Uh, yeah, that that we did many different things, and and we we uh, each time we 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 try to to discover novel biology and novel novel mechanisms, and and hopefully uh, novel applications. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> Could you describe to me when or what what the, the scene of when you when you were introduced to the full potential of CRISPR, when it was known to you that okay, this is this is going to be a big thing. Well, that that uh, of of course. I mean, in the beginning, uh, we thought it was a big thing because it was completely novel. So, so we were really discovering new um, new biology, new uh, new biochemistry, uh, and and it, it took a couple of years to to realize that that this could be huge. Uh, and uh, so 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 we also filed several patents uh, when we started realizing that. Uh, but um, I I told you the good thing uh, or a good decision was to start working on on the E. coli system and in terms of, of biology and of, 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 of discovering new mechanisms that indeed was a, was a good choice in terms of applications uh, it may not have been the best choice because uh, so you may uh, have heard about the Cas9 uh, system and that was uh, studied by other groups uh, in uh, in the United States and in uh, other places, uh, and uh, that turned out to be the easiest one to translate to all kind of uh, applications like genome editing. So, mm -hmm. so basically, when they uh, they caught up with uh, where we were uh, in the E. coli uh, system, that so so in in 2012. Uh, the, the the two persons who received the Nobel Prize, so Emmanuel Charpentier and Jennifer Doudna, they came with a paper where they kind of were catching up with uh, what we um, what we did in in the summer of of uh, 2012, and 
less than half a year later, uh, there were several papers in science and in, 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 in big journals showing that it could be used for genome editing in, in, uh, in uh, human cells. And we tried, of course, I mean, we thought about this very same thing, but um, since the, the, the whole mechanism was kind of different, we had to do some, some engineering. And that turned out to be, well, very difficult. And only last year, just before Christmas, the paper was 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 published in which we uh, showed that also the E. coli system can be used for, uh, or a synthetic uh, derivative of that E. coli system could be used for um, uh, for human genome editing. So that was kind of bad luck. But uh, on the other hand, I mean, I, I never regret that we um, that we started working on this, and it, it was. Well, I, I think the the best thing that ever happened to me, uh, in terms of time, that is. Uh... It is a very good thing to hear. Um, so, um, what, you you mentioned that the, the Cas9 system is a little bit easier to work with. Can you can you tell me how that works? Yeah, I can. Uh, so so um, the Cas9 system is uh, is like uh, one. Uh, one big uh, molecule. Oh, so, wow. so this, this is not this, this is not Cas9. This is this is in fact Cas uh, Cas12, but that looks quite a bit like uh, Cas9. And so, if you open up the uh, the protein, you look at the heart of the uh, of the system. What you see here in in orange, that's the uh, the guide. So, so that's the RNA molecule. And in fact, what what you see here is is that it attacks double-stranded DNA. So here you see still the Two helices, and here you only see the one that base pairs with the uh, with the RNA, and then uh, this 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 uh, blue domain. That's that's where the um, uh, the scissor is located. So that so that contains a, a site to uh, to really cut the, the the DNA strand that is kind of displaced and that that runs like uh, uh, over here, and then it comes here. To, together again, and uh, so basically, it's this is a so-called R loop. So you have two double-stranded parts, and in the middle, it's kind of uh, um, it's opened. The, the helix is opened, right? And and then one strand is base pairing to the to the guide, as as you saw here. The other strand, and that that is not um, um, visible in this this particular structural model, but that other strand is kind of displaced in such a way that it can be uh, it can be cut by the uh, uh, by this nuclease uh, domain. So this is uh, this is uh, this looks a lot like uh, like um, uh, Cas9. Uh, the name is Cas12. It, it's 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 another type, but but I mean in in uh, uh, the big picture, it's 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 very similar um, and the thing is that that this is all an all, all in one system so it binds the guide uh, and it um, it targets it cleaves uh, things like that uh, so the people also compare it to a swiss army knife right all the functionalities in a single uh, single system whereas um, uh, the um, the other system and i at the time that this one was made, we didn't have that much money, uh, so so we made it made a very small uh, variant. But what you see here, so this is the cascade complex. Uh, Could you hold it up a little bit more? What's that? Could you hold it up a little bit more? I can. Yes, see right I now. can. Uh, so so um, do you, do you see it or yeah. do you need a, a black uh, uh, background? No, 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 I, 
any anyway i mean so so this in real life this is um three times bigger as as, as this complex so <laughs> okay. so it, it it's like this right <laughs> uh, and uh, uh so so this so the, the cas9 is something like 150 kilo dalton this is this is more than 400 kilo dalton and it consists of of 11 different subunits and so what it does is it binds the guide molecule but but that is not even enough because for cleaving DNA it has to recruit another Cas uh, protein Cas3 and that is then cleaving the DNA and it 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 basically eats away the whole thing and that's bad news for uh, for genome editing it's it's great for its uh, its biological function to 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 destroy a virus but it's not good for editing right because this this system just makes makes very clean double strand breaks and that's it. Whereas, whereas this system eats away the DNA. So if you want to, to use this for genome editing, then this Cas9 system is, is much easier, not only because it's just a single protein that you have to, to express in human cells, for instance, or in plant cells or whatever you want to edit. Uh, and, and, and our system consi consists of six different genes, right? Uh, so that makes it much, much more difficult. Uh, and that's why it took us uh, such a long time to, uh, to get it to work. Um, so that's that's the success story of uh, of, of Cas9, and, and uh, so I said in 2012, Cas9 was was or the Cas9 story was kind of complete. So they they understood the uh, the mechanism in a lot of detail. So the the stage was set for for translating it to 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 applications. In the case of Cas12, we together with a group in uh, in Boston at MIT, we uh, we published that in. Uh, 2015, so three years later, and that's now slowly catching up with uh, with Cas9 because sometimes Cas9 doesn't work uh, as as good as you would like to, and then people often use Cas12, and that that's uh, well, that's a, a nice alternative, so to say. Okay, so Cas12, because of this insane amount of subunits, is then more regulated, if you will, than Cas9. Now, Cas12 is, is, is so th this effect is Cas12, but it, it looks a lot like, like uh, Cas9, and they belong to the class 2 system. So, the class 2 uh, has, has both the Cas9 and the, and the Cas12 systems. Class 1 has these cascade um, um, complexes. So, they, th those, those uh, cascade complexes, they are indeed much more difficult, not in terms of, of regulation, because they, they are on the bacterial chromosome, they are uh located in operons so they are co-regulated so to say so, so they make one one long messenger rna molecule and that is then being translated and gives rise to the different uh, different protein subunits so. okay yeah i hear you talk about gene editing and the the possible uh the possible usages of 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 crispr um where do you where do you see crispr in 10 years I see CRISPR in ten years. Uh, I think that that already now. I mean, people uh, people in in fin fundamental projects sh show that you can really use it for for a lot of different um, uh, in a lot of different projects where where you want to to introduce changes at at, at DNA level. Uh, uh, and I think uh, at, at the moment. And the the regulation of CRISPR editing uh, in Europe is 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 um, is 
uh, not very easy because uh, two years ago, the European Court of Justice decided that, that CRISPR editing should be considered as uh, GMO. And that's, um, that doesn't mean that, that you cannot reach the market. And so if, if you edit a plant to, uh, to improve the, the growth yield or to improve the salt tolerance or you name it, you can still bring those uh, crops to the to the market, but then the road to uh, to the market is, is much longer and much more expensive because then you have to <clears throat> meet all kind of uh, uh, criteria uh, requirements to uh, to to show that it's not toxic, and you have to use. Uh, 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 proof theater uh, to to so animals to 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 show that it's not toxic that they survive that they don't get problems if they eat it and things like that and that's completely different and that's 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 kind of where I find it ridiculous if 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 you know that that the classical mutagenesis that has led to all the fruit and all the vegetables that you can buy in the stores now right uh, and uh, if, if you think about it what what how, how they got it got it is, is that they exposed it to for instance to to, to radioactive radiation or or uh, exposure to all kind of chemicals that cause uh, uh, damage at dna level and that is so so i, I mean it's shooting with with hail in it dutch with with hagel uh, on, on at the at the, the dna whereas now we can use with the with the crispr technology we can we can really very precisely make the edits that we like and then still they say okay well the old technique is uh, is is safe because we we have used it already for for 50 years or longer and nobody died from it and crispr we don't know what will happen so they 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 make they make a, a distinction between the uh, the the, uh, the the processes right so so, so the uh, the the classical mutagenesis process versus crispr and of course that that's that's new and of course it's leading to dna damage but now we can we can do it very precisely and and uh, and and now they say well crispr uh, we uh, we don't trust it or we uh, we have to be very careful there whereas if you look at the end product I mean, you, you, you. Uh, that is what you eat. So that is what you should judge, uh, and that is uh, exactly what you, what you, in principle, could obtain uh, from nature, uh, right? Uh, so, so it's, it's really insane, and, and we try very hard with, with many people now to, to, to talk to these pol politicians uh, in, in, in Brussels, the policymakers, that, that this is a, a really a, a very stupid uh, decision and uh, so so let's hope that that that, that will uh, work and and of course so now we only talked about plants uh, and then the other of course the other um, expectation is that 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 we can also uh, more and more use it to um, to cure uh, genetic disease in uh, in humans uh, and that's 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 really spectacular uh, and, uh, and recently i heard that <coughs> the first examples of 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 uh, patients being cured have been obtained, uh, and that's what, so. So that's that's uh, a disease called uh, uh, sickle cell disease. So it was one of the first uh, genetic diseases that was uh, that was figured out at the molecular level how that worked. So so it's a point mutation in the gene coding for hemoglobin, 
and hemoglobin is in your red blood cells, right? And that gives the blood the, the red color. Um, and that is the, uh, the, 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 the protein that, that is the carrier of oxygen. And a single point mutation really screws up that, uh, that uh, or the functionality of that, uh, of that, uh, of that molecule. Um, so that's, that's really bad for the, for the patient's tool. Uh, and, uh, but now they, with CRISPR, they, what, what they did is they took stem cells out of the bone marrow of, of these patients. So, so the, the stem cells for the blood cells, um, uh, so, so the cells from which the blood cells are being uh, uh, derived. Uh, and there they did the editing and they checked if the editing was okay. And then they grew the cells and they put it back into the uh, patients. And at least what I heard is, is that now three of them, uh, where they did it, they are cured uh, from the disease. Uh, yeah, that's that's really that's great, uh, and of course, I mean, we should not uh, create too many expectations with people that have a genetic disease because, I mean, what you have to in the case of the blood cells is is, is a relatively easy one because you can take it out of the uh, the body and ex vivo you can do the uh, the editing and check it and then put it back, mm. and that's a, of course a different story if you want to uh, to treat the patient. Uh, inside the body, right? So if you want to release the CRISPR system and deliver it to the tissue where the problem occurs, and then it will be much more complicated. But also people are working on that. And, and if, if you talk to them, then, then of course they, they, they agree that it's not going to be easy, but, but they, uh, they also, um, well, they, 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 they make uh, substantial progress. And so I think that for sure, it's not going to, to cure every disease, <clears throat> but for some diseases, it, it, I, I expect, especially in 10 years, because that's what you asked, I think in 10 years, we will, uh, we will have uh, several examples of, of, of genetic diseases that can be cured uh, this way. Are you afraid that there will be differences between uh, how America will be able to implement CRISPR to cure patients, whereas Europe might not be because of these regulations that you just mentioned? Well, for for uh, that's that's a good point, and uh, especially uh, when it comes to uh, the editing of uh, of food, um, so plants. Uh, there, the rules in 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 the states are uh, are very different, and I would say much better. Um, <laughs> Because then, there they they really that's how they define it. There they really look at the uh, at the end product and 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 but not at the process, right? And and here in Europe, at least, uh, that was the decision that was made two years ago here in Brussels. Uh, that they did it the other way around. And so so in that respect, I think uh, when it comes to that, the situation in uh, in the United States, but also in Canada, South America. Uh, Japan, uh, Russia, uh, China, uh, Australia. Recently, they they all have the 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 few as they have in the United States. Uh, and so, uh, when you look at the world map, then then Europe is is like uh, Asterix and Obelix. It's it's <laughs> that that, uh, that small part of the of the globe where 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 they want to do it differently, right? And in this in this case, that's not a good idea, I would say. When it comes to editing of humans, I don't know uh, what, what the rules are. I do know that uh, that clinical trials are going on in um, in the United States, but also in, uh, in Europe with, uh, well, the example that I just gave. Uh, so, so uh, uh, but, but, uh, but it, it, it's very good to, um, to have a very broad discussion and uh, all together we should, we should 
come up with the rules and 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 make statements on on how far we want to go with this uh, for instance do we want to do editing of, of embryos or not uh, things like that we have to uh, we have to make up our mind and we have to do that soon because the technology moves very fast uh, well i mean we already did see that last year in china didn't we with uh, i think his name is hey yuan kui yeah right uh, but uh, i mean that that um, he he did that uh, without um, having the um, the uh, how do you say that uh, he was not allowed to to do it then because then kind of the the scientific community uh, agreed that that uh, until we are very sure that that everything works as we want it to work we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't uh, mess around with uh, with embryos uh, and uh, so he did that um because he was uh, eager to show that he could do it uh, i guess and he wanted to be famous uh, <laughs> uh, but but now he's uh, kind of uh, in jail or in uh, well uh, I don't know exactly what's going on, but but uh, that was and that was the good thing I think that 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 the entire scientific community uh, reacted very critically uh, about uh, about this this uh, this experiment that he did, uh, basically where he used these two. Uh, girls as guinea pigs because that's what it is uh, uh, or uh, well nobody knows or I don't know at least the uh, the details of how he did the uh, the editing and and how carefully he did the control of the uh, of the editing if he did everything right then maybe there's nothing wrong with the with the with the two girls and and they will be uh, and they will uh, live long for uh, how do you say that uh, long and gelukkig. Uh, but but uh, but uh, I mean, I think we should we should be very careful. And 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 um, I mean, things like this could could cause a lot of damage uh, also for the for the uh, for the technology and all the beautiful applications that we could uh, could use it for. Uh, so let's be very careful there. And and let's 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 uh, let's obey the rules uh, as much as we can. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I really agree with that. Um, I think that these types of research really do a lot of harm since, I mean, gene editing is already quite a big taboo. Um, and then having people do this reckless <clears throat> research, I mean, yeah. it doesn't really do much for the image, no. positively anyway. No, but that's, that's, that's an interesting remark. You, you say that gene editing is, is taboo, but I mean, that's, that's all because, or that's my opinion, because the, the people are kind of scared about it and because they don't know what's going on and they do not realize that 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 this classical mutagenesis which is ongoing already for 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 many many years for for 50 or 50 years or longer that 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 that, that, that is that has created our food, right? Um, and and uh, that's what we uh, well, we we all accept that as as a given fact. And, and and but most people don't even realize that 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 has been engineered because it has, uh, but but just in a random way. And now we can do it very precisely. So I think for food, this is really important that 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 many people. Uh, that they are aware that 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 the whole technology is not that different, right? Uh, and and that that now at least we we know what we do and we can do it very precisely. And after we did the editing experiment, we can check by sequencing if everything uh, worked out the way we want. Uh, and uh, so so I think that 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 for those applications, it's uh, it's it's really a great technology, and and we shouldn't be afraid.
afraid of it. But I mean, and that's it. Um, and I realized that, that that we as scientists should take our responsibility and 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 as much as possible tell the public, right? And and uh, I don't know what you are going to do with this uh, with this uh, with this interview, but I mean release it and and uh, i mean that, that that's fine um and uh, uh we should be and i'm i'm also trying to do as much as possible to reach out to the public right and and to uh, uh, i've i've been in paradiso and i've been in uh, lowlands and uh, i don't know where uh, but but so, so i've i've had many many uh, talks uh, over the years and and because i think this is very important also also because i like to talk about it it's fun uh, it's great research uh, it's it's really a pri privilege to have been working on in this field but also since now the impact is so huge well i mean we have to explain it to the public that that there's uh, well if 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 we play it according to the rules nothing to worry about um uh, yeah, I just, uh, in fact, before we just started this conversation, I told Anna that um, that I noticed that you, you take every opportunity that you get to to talk to students, to talk to the public about CRISPR, um, which I think is indeed very much taking a responsibility, right? Yeah. Um, do you think that having you winning the Spinoza Prize and Sharp and Che and Dow now winning the Nobel Prize um, takes ha has a positive influence on on the image that CRISPR has? I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> I, I cannot. I cannot answer that question. But but, but indeed, I, well, I think the the Nobel Prize for the two ladies. Uh, that's uh, well. I mean, that has been uh, mentioned uh, many times. That's great to show that also. Uh, uh, um, female researchers can uh, can reach the top uh, why not um, and that's that's great uh, uh, and I, I mean I, personally I, I'm, I'm I'm really very honored to to uh, with, the, with the Spinoza prize uh, and and uh, I think but I mean on the other hand it's also I mean let's let's face it I mean it, it was kind of a lucky a lucky shot that we started working on this and I, I think if if I wouldn't have uh, made that choice to start working on uh, on CRISPR, then uh, probably I would never uh, have received this this uh, Spinoza Prize. You never know. You never know what else would have happened then. But but I think this definitely, and also because of the impact that it now has, that that helps a lot to uh, to uh, to be in the picture of of the people that have to uh, to uh, to select people for such such a prize, right? So it's 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 also a matter of luck. Uh, I uh, I would say, okay, the, yeah, okay, the, yeah, I, I can I can definitely get on board with that, yeah, because there are many many good researchers in in, in the Netherlands that that they never get it right, and 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 uh, but I mean that's how it is, and, and what can you do? Okay, um, so I stumbled upon an article in which you you um, you talk about. Um, um, in which you talk about Charles Darwin, um, like one of, obviously one of a very a very big thing within biology is is uh, is a theory of evolution, right? Um, and now a very big modern thing is CRISPR. Um, so I did find it pretty interesting. Um, would you say that Charles Darwin is sort of your role model within science? Oh yeah, he's he's yeah. my big he's my big hero. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I, I think that's 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 really amazing. This guy, and 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 I mean this this whole theory of of the evolution, which is not a theory, of course. It's 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 it, uh, 
well, uh, well supported and well uh, demonstrated uh, reality. Uh, but, but I mean, this whole uh, evolution theme that uh, I think that's 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 great. And that also, I mean, if if we, if we want to uh, to to connect that to to CRISPR, I mean, I, I told you that 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 there are six different types, or at least we now know six, six different types, and that has all to do with the with the ongoing warfare. Uh, between uh, between uh, viruses and, and 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 their hosts, right? And so so it's, it's kind of a competition, and they they try to outsmart each other each time. And and so so a couple of years ago, and and that already started when I worked with Stan, so the guy from Delft uh, in in Wageningen. We we said, well, there must be anti-CRISPR systems, right? And and we could not find them. But 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 later there was a group in Canada, and and they found uh, viruses that that indeed had um, uh, CRISPR or small proteins that that could kind of bind strongly to these to these uh, CRISPR uh, oh, wow. uh, associated nucleases and thereby inactivate them, right? And and uh, a year ago there were uh, so so then we said, well, there must also be anti anti crispers and indeed yeah. it has been found now right and i mean it, this is all great and that that's that's evolution right uh. yeah 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 ultimately it really is <laughs> um so since crispr is is one of the, the the bigger modern things within biology um do you think that there's any other uh recent discovery that either should be treated the same way um as as in amount of conversation about it I don't know. Uh, well, I, I mean, what, what is what is what is known is is that, uh, and that has become clear last couple of years. Is is that uh, so? So the CRISPR system is is a is a defense system, right? Uh, from from bacteria, uh, and that there are, I mean, we now know of, of of maybe ten defense systems altogether that that are. Um, that are well characterized and uh, so so and they occur in bacteria in different combinations and um but we also know that 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 there are at least uh, i mean there was really uh, two years ago or so there was a paper in uh, in science or in cell and there they uh, they really described uh, 40 30 or 40 new defense systems right and, and so there are still so many many things to be discovered and and and, and, and to be uh yeah uh to to be characterized in detail uh, and and molecular mechanisms uh have to be uh, revealed and uh, but if i mean it's 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 hard to say if if, if there will be uh among these defense systems if if there are systems that 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 have the same um impact as, as the crispr system because because what what makes this system so uh, so powerful that's that's the fact that if you uh, if you uh, defined what or where you want to make an edit right where you want to change the dna uh, so so that can be to cure a disease or it can be to uh, to uh, to change the functionality of a plant whatever uh, whenever you 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 know where to target you can just say okay well then we are going to uh, to uh, to um, to make a design for a new guide uh, we order that and and three days later you can uh, you can start doing the experiment right uh, whereas i mean before crispr there were also uh, systems that that um, that could very specifically 
uh, find a place on the DNA, like restriction enzymes. Have you heard about restriction enzymes? Yes, yes, we have. So, so they also have a, have a specificity for, say, six base pairs or so, and they bind it. And of course, you can change the specificity of, of a restriction enzyme, but then you have to do protein engineering. And that is still, it, it, it can be done, but it's, it's not at all easy. It, it can take easily a couple of years to, to, to have a robust enzyme that, that recognizes uh, another site that you want. And then the other thing is then, then you recognize six base pairs, whereas these, these uh, enzymes can uh, have find longer stretches, like 20 base pairs, right? Um, and that's the power. So they are really, so, so you can use it not only for cutting a plasmid or so, a, a short, uh, small DNA molecule, but you can start to use it to, 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 to target the genomes because you see the, 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 the four letter code of the DNA alphabet. I mean, you, you can, you can, you, you will find only a, a single copy normally of, of 20, 20 letters in a human genome, right? And that's the power. And you, and you can, you can, you can uh, design it uh, in half an hour and you can order it. And then three days later, I said, you can start doing the experiment. Uh, so that's really what, what makes this so powerful. And I, uh, I'm sure there are many uh, interesting um, defense systems out there still, but I'm not sure if, if, if they will be as good for genome editing as, as this CRISPR system. So I don't know. But apart from that, of course, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there will be sensational uh, deliver or, or, or um, discoveries being made uh, forever. I mean, oh, uh, sure. so that, that will never stop. So, so don't worry about that. I mean, you, you are just starting, but, but I mean, <laughs> there is enough to be discovered there. Uh, we will have enough to discover in the future. That's right. That's right, good. Right. <laughs> um, so you've been working on CRISPR for a long time, and you, you still are working with CRISPR, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think that you, is is there anything else that you would still really like to you know dive into? Uh, yeah. Well, we we are, for instance, I mean, another very intriguing project is is building a synthetic cell. That's, uh, I mean, so, so that's, that's a big national uh, um, uh, project uh, consortium, and it's uh, the, the coordinators are in, uh, in Delft uh, again. And so Delft is really very important. Uh, uh, but but uh, so I'm also participating there, and 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 so that that that's really uh, uh, well, very intriguing and very challenging, of course, also. Uh, so we, we want to 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 build uh, the the components, and then. Uh, at, at the end, uh, mix them and, and get a living cell. Uh, well, that's, I, I'm not sure if I, I'm, I'm 62 now, and so I have five more years to go, but I, I, I'm not sure if we will manage uh, before that. Uh, so let's see. Well, it, it is a very interesting goal, right? I mean, creating life out of... Oh, yeah. No, it's it's it, 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 it's very exciting, and uh, and so so we have several people in my group working on that, and uh, no, that's that's and also collaborating with with Delft, with Case Decker, for instance, and and with other people, uh, and uh, no, that's that's really great, and that 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 that's the fun part of it, so so, so to to work on exciting things, and every now and then make 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 unexpected uh, discoveries, uh, and and. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's um, and, and collaborating with 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 many nice and and and, and great people with different expertises. Um, I mean, that's that's all uh, very very nice.
Yeah, 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 it is. I can imagine that. Um, are there any, I mean, obviously besides uh, like the question, which diseases can be solved, uh, cured or treated with CRISPR, are there any big questions to still be answered? Uh, yeah, there are many big questions still to be answered. And, and that's also the, uh, the, well, the, the project that we, that we just mentioned. Um, uh, well, two, two examples. So, so just before, uh, before this, uh, this conversation, I had a conversation with a, a PhD student and a, and a guy in, uh, in Germany, a colleague. Uh, and we, because we, we are now working on a, on a new uh, CRISPR system and we, we still we still don't completely understand it. So it's giving us a, a very hard time. But on the other hand, that also makes it very exciting. And uh, so, so, so that's 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 one thing. And then the other thing is is that well, well, that synthetic cell. I mean, that that is really. Um, so, what, what exactly was your question? My exact my my question was whether there are big things to discover or to answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the other thing is in the course of this um, this uh, synthetic cell uh, project because there, I mean, we do a lot of work on 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 bacteria and E. coli, for instance, and everybody knows well E. coli. I mean, the genome was released as one of the first uh, bacteria or first living uh, creatures uh, at all um, 25 years ago and and i mean research is already ongoing for 50 years uh, or longer uh, no seven no 70 years or so uh, so everything is known about this that creature but i mean yesterday we had we had a, a meeting with this uh, with this um a consortium uh, so 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 the the synthetic cell uh, consortium and there are really Still mysteries on very fundamental things like like the the uh, during cell division uh, of course or before cell division the uh, the chromosome duplicates right and then it has to to be divided over the two daughter cells nobody has a clue how that works in E. coli I mean things like that so uh, and also I mean there was there was um, uh, a consortium or, or a group in the in the in the United States, Greg Venter. I don't know if you know the guy, uh, but uh, well, you will hear that name uh, later. Uh, he, he was he was uh, one of the, the. There were two consortia that that worked on the on the sequencing of the human genome. And so there was a this big uh, worldwide network of all kind of labs that that were struggling with it for ten years or so. And then he said it was an American guy. He had his own institute. He said, "Well, we can do it. We can do it faster." Right. And then basically, I mean, they did it very fast. But I mean, so around two thousand one or two thousand two, I think both both consortia released their first uh, genome. But this guy, Greg Fenter, he also was the first to really make a minimal cell. So, so he started with a bacterium with say thousand genes, and then he figured out what genes were not essential. So he kind of made knockouts of, of, of about half of it. And then they, and they could uh, trim down the, the genome to, to, uh, to, to one big molecule with, uh, with 500 genes, something like that. But, but 150 of those 500 genes they didn't have a clue what it what it was about. Uh, so so I mean, 
And that's that's interesting because now we uh, a couple of weeks ago we um, we decided to start collaborating with the with these guys. Uh, so so also with uh, with with our consortium and 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 maybe focus on on that bacterium that that they have. And uh, I think that would make a lot of sense. And. Uh, and this is all exciting. And, uh, and I, I mean, on one hand, I cannot imagine that that all stops in five years and maybe it doesn't. Let's see. Um. <laughs> well, I imagine, I imagine giving up such, a, such an interesting thing to you, because obviously you are pa very passionate about it, um, will be very difficult. I, yes, I imagine... Yeah, it, it will be. Uh, on on the other end, I mean, there are also things that 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 are not that nice. I mean, it's also a lot of bureaucracy and and and, and management, and and that is the part that I don't like. But <laughs> but I mean, if I could could find a way to to well to to stay somehow um, in touch with uh, with the the, the scientists, uh, then that that would be great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> as um, I'm not sure whether you know anything about the, 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 the bachelor degree in nanobiology or the master degree anyway. Um, it is, we, we try to, to, um, to study a lot of mathematics and physics and uh -huh. in that way describe fundamental processes of the cell, if you will. Uh -huh. um, do, you what, do you think uh, you would have any uh, applications for, for students with a very mathematical and, and physical background? Uh, well, for sure. I mean, uh, I mean that's that's not really what we do ourselves. But I mean, we collaborate with these guys, uh, like Case Decker in the Coughley uh, Institute, uh, and and also, uh, in fact, uh, th this guy that I mentioned, uh, one of the uh, pioneers in the in the beginning uh, of, of CRISPR in my group, uh, Stan Bruns. Uh, I mean, he's now also. Uh, within the, the he's a group leader in the Coffee uh, Institute, so so he, uh, he 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 works there. He's close to uh, to all these guys. Uh, but we what we do is is we we do not uh, work on that ourselves uh, in the in the lab. Uh, but if it comes to if if we think it it, it may help to to really um, well to really dive deeper dig deeper in in in, in understanding how, how certain things work then then it would be uh, or sometimes we we, we have a collabor collaboration with uh, with people that do single molecule uh, analysis and things like that and and then uh, and now also also with um, we, we are writing a paper together with uh, with case decker uh, and 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 then of course he has a completely different background uh, and and uh, and that's 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 very interesting uh, and i think that it, that's always uh, very good to to uh, to or you learn a lot from from these uh, complementary uh, interactions um, and and it's uh, yeah that's that's not only fun but also you learn a lot uh, from it uh. i imagine I, I, I really just had to point this out. Um, what you just said, it, it, it made me think of a quote that I read about you, which was uh, a quote by you, I'm sorry, which was, science is like a football. You won't, you won't make it with 11 Messi's on the field. It's a team sport. The success depends on a good cooperation. Right, 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 right. Where did, where did I say that? Um, I think, um, oh, I have the link here. It was in an article with um, um, something of Wageningen. Okay, okay, okay. I can't seem okay. to find it. 
Yeah, yeah, okay, doesn't doesn't matter. No, I, I remember that that I that I did say that uh, indeed, and and I mean also I'm I'm a very uh, enthusiastic uh, football game oh, you are. Uh, or a football uh, fan, uh, and uh, so when when Feyenoord uh, loses on a Sunday, don't talk to me for half a day. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, well that that's that nice to know. <clears throat> Um, well, seeing as it's close to being five o'clock, is there is there anything that you would like to ask us? No, but but maybe I, I come back to to that last uh, quote uh, that that it, it indeed it's it, it's fair and that's what I also uh, said um, uh, and I think that that is where the quote came from. That uh, I mean, uh, having the the Spinoza Prize is great, but I mean, without all these great uh, enthusiastic students in the lab, I would never have uh, received it uh, right. And and that's that's always good to uh, to to tell them, uh, but also to tell. Uh, the outsiders, right, and that 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 it's teamwork, and and that that I only play a minor role in that. And uh, but it, it's great if things work out, and it uh, like it's great that every twenty years or so, fine art uh, reaches to the top, and uh, and it's uh, it's very nice. <clears throat> I have to say, I love the analogy. Very good. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna thank you very much for this interview.